0: sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay.
1: Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack, go!
0: Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte.
1: let's get this bad boy going before it becomes Thursday's podcast
0: right buddy well <laughs> once again it's on me it's all good I've got hauled ass but I, I learned how to make uh, the proper espresso with the proper pressure proper grams of coffee that you put in there time of brewing so check that off of the list all right I want to start here, man, because I think this is fucking ridiculous that it's coming from this specific person. But here's a quote, and you're going to tell me what you think of this quote, okay? You have to be really, you have to really be cognizant of when is the right time to speak and when is the right time to listen. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. There are times to listen, and there are times where you've heard enough, and now it's the time to really crack the whip a little bit. Could be, it could be that time could definitely be that time could be the time for a little more opportunities to crack the whip a little bit. Do you know who said that? The Dalai Lama, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee. <sighs> yeah. Explain yeah, he, that.
1: He's got a lot to say, right? Like he's got a lot to say. And, and I understand that, the Tom Clemens uh, uh, quote where he says, oh, Tom graded me the highest. I understand it was tongue in cheek. Listen, the entire team, the entire team needs to step up. That's all there is know, right? to this. Because I every single one of them, every single one of them. I mean, other teams are out there with lesser talent scoring points. Look at the Look at the Bears. Look what the Bears did to New England.
0: Look what Carolina did to the Patriots. And did you hear how galvanized that team was after everything with the new coach? Cause they just fired their coach. And I understand it's kind of, you know, because people are calling to fire Matt LaFleur. I'm not there yet because getting rid of him is not going to change anything first off at this point. Like Passaccia going in there, there's nothing that they they can rally around right now. Like Passaccia's situation was unique, right? Like there was literal real life problems that he had to step in and take care of. Carolina fired their coach, got rid of their number one fucking player on the team. They don't have their starting quarterback right now. You've got PJ Walker. They had something, but that's not long lasting. We're used to three years of 13 and three, 13 and three, 13 and four perennial playoffs. And this year it's the complete opposite. And you have, again, players speaking out. So Rogers was the next one to speak up against the coaching staff, basically is what I'm trying to get at. Right.
1: I think I think Lafleur and everybody are just bowing to whatever Rogers wants to do, and other teammates are seeing that and they're all just riding it out. Is what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't feel like anybody other than you know the defense has got a, a spark or an ounce of effort into them. I mean, and then the woes just kind of continue. Here's Bakhtiari again, out again, same knee problem. We've got you know we've got uh, uh, Gary in
0: concussion. Gary's in concussion protocol.
1: Yeah. Gary's in concussion protocol, but, but uh, like Watson is out. Cobb is out. Sammy Watkins has got that hamstring, you know, uh, the the list just continues to pile up and we go back to, you know, and this is something that really pisses me off too, is AJ Dillon gets like three handoffs in an entire game in 60 Mm -hmm. minutes of play. They give him the ball three times and then people go, well, he didn't even rush for a first down. So we should bench this guy. Get your head out of your ass, get your head out of your ass get your head out of your ass. Okay. A.J. Dillon, you give him the ball 20 to 25 times. I guarantee you hundred yards. I guarantee you touchdowns. I, I guarantee it. I bet my left not on it because by the 10th and 12th time he's busting through that line. Those guys ain't tackling anymore. Right. That's the yeah. back. He is. He's We're not be... using him. Aaron That's... Jones, Aaron Jones, not getting any reps, 12 touches in a game. You imagine what the score would be? Let me ask you.
0: Let me ask. Well, you. twelve Here's carries because he did have nine target. Right? He had nine catches. Those twelve carries is really what. Just to be clear, when we're talking about touches, we're talking about. Okay, but but them also ball.
1: also look at a lot of these catches are Rogers standing there. He huts it and then he forward lobs it as Jones goes running, and they call that a forward pass. So the numbers are skewed a little bit when it comes to the accuracy yeah, it was of long handoffs. Yeah, those are just yep. long handoffs, right? So let me ask you. If I said to you the Tennessee Titans are playing this weekend and Derrick Henry is only going to get 12 touches in the entire game. What they're do you gonna, think the outcome would be?
0: They're going to lose by 20 points. Right? Yeah.
1: Right? I mean, yeah. that's Derrick Henry. You imagine now now Aaron Jones his yards per carry are higher, his ex- his explosiveness higher, right? we're just not using them. We've got talent and we're just not going to them. How many catches did Tanyan have in that game? How many of those catches were clean
0: catches where he didn't have oh, to dive to I going to tell you, like, was it catches where he's saving Rogers or catches where you could actually run and do something with the ball after the catch, right? Like, yeah. I mean, his Aaron Rodgers has accuracy issues right now. He's not like you said last, on Monday, he's not hit one fucking deep ball all year. So his accuracy is, and the one thing that I'm kind of fighting with a little bit, and I'm telling you, like, it was just so weird, dude. My DMs were so full of, oh, fuck you. You're not a Packer fan, Rogers, blah, 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 blah. I was like, fuck you. Because the second thing that that people are alluding to is, well, of course they're not going to run it because the run's not working 2.9 yards per carry. I was like, there's no back that's going to run it 12 times unless you're, Like you break one for 54 yards, but the chances of that happening are one in 33 carries. So Terrell
1: Terrell Davis, do you remember Terrell Davis with the Denver Broncos and John John Owen? Terrell Davis uh, got 23 23 carries against the Dallas Cowboys and eight of those carries were well after he broke one for 51 yards and one for 68 yards and the game was well out of hand. They continued right. to feed him because that was their that was their team. They were running team. I think Lafleur has problem adjusting. I think Devontae was a crutch that helped Aaron, 100%. and I think the entire team, including the offensive line, look at Jenkins' grade. When you go back over the tape with Jenkins, I thought he played pretty good. You know, what? actually, he did not play well he at all.
0: Beat he a got lot. beat a lot, a
1: lot, a lot in that spot. And they moved him back to his natural spot. Of course, it's going to be a little rusty. Of course, he's going to have trouble. He's been working the right side, learning the right side, doing right tackle. They've they've had him everywhere. Now you're asking the baker to go back in there and make cookies and his first batch weren't very good. Guess what? Right. That's on you. That's on you. Right. I like Tom. I like Tom in at left tackle. I do too. Listen. Bakhtiari's hurt. And if you go back to that knee and it's taken you almost two years and then you go in and then you go out and then you go in and then you go out that wheel ain't fixed. It ain't fixed. And yeah. all of those injuries, any injury, any injury, I, if the guy could, it could be, it could be the broken thumb on the throwing hand of Dak that could not, that could decide not to heal properly. And it's career over, career over. That's it. We, we might be looking at Rogers right now with, the thumb injury that, that might be the ender. We might be looking at Park Tiari with that was the ender. This is and a people, big, big guy. He, and he's got to be moving.
0: People need to remember. It's not, wasn't just one injury. He had one injury, had a second injury, reaggravated the second injury. And now the first injury is popping up. So this is not like one injury that's lingering. That's just his major injury. I'm not saying that it wasn't a major injury, but I'm saying it was compounded by one bad injury that took him a year he tried to come back created another injury trying to come back too early that one got fixed and now he's back to his original injury and and you know this dude we do this all the time like my back always fucking hurts because when some side hurts you you kind of lean one way or you lean the other like when you have a too big of a fucking wallet on one side of your pocket your whole body's going to be out of kilter he's protecting that side it's going to get fucked up because you're not your body's designed to be straight right like well, and, 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 and he's not a little guy right right the human body is not
1: designed to be 300 pounds and running at 4 40 right it's <laughs> not that's not how it was intended right so for him and then the knee i mean the knee joints i'm a tall guy and at 6 3 my knees constantly hurt let alone the fact i've had them scoped and worked on a whole bunch of times yep they constantly hurt there are days where just going up the stairs is monumental, and then the next day, for some reason, everything's fine. That injury to Bach, I, I really hope he comes back. He is the best left tackle. He shores up that line, and, it, and even when he came back there for his couple of games, he, he was damn near perfect. Damn mm-hmm. near perfect again. I really hope he gets this fixed. Because I don't, if he does not come back this year, I don't see him returning as a Green Bay Packer the following year. I think that they oh, yeah. cut bait and they say, that's enough. We can't keep waiting on, we can't hold you a roster spot. For $20 million. <laughs> for $20 bucks and not have you play. Like, and they've been giving, let's be honest, they've been giving him a lot more time than a lot of other teams would do. Than a lot of other teams would do. They'd have traded them off, they'd have waived them, they'd have done something by now. And we're still waiting with our fingers crossed.
0: What type of trade bait is it when you have an older offensive line? There is none on the field for more than five games. There is none. He's he's it's just
1: like the Amari Rogers situation. How much is he worth? He's not worth a seventh rounder right now. He's worth more to us staying here than he is going. Yep. Right? Robert Quinn from Chicago off to the Eagles, the Eagles making more moves and the Eagles are, are undefeated. These, You know, those Eagles, Jalen hurts. I said at the beginning of the year, we got to keep our eye on the Eagles and they're looking good and they're, and they're getting deadlier. They're getting deadlier. AJ Brown added to that
0: offense and suddenly that offense takes off. Surprise. Right. Yeah. Again, what we've been talking about with the number one wide receiver, really elevating a QB. That's great. Dude, I mean the gray. I'm going to go through this just real quick, just with the gray, because it absolutely verifies what our eyeballs are seeing. Number one, this is the worst offensive grade and offensive performance all week, including week one against Mm -hmm. the Vikings, including last uh, two weeks ago, right against the Jets, a 54.6 overall offensive team grade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you can see it with your eyes. Oh, Two touchdowns
0: man. in 10 quarters. Two touchdowns in 10 quarters. And to your point, offensive line pass blocking 79.8 overall grade. So as a unit, they were almost, remember, elite, great, good. So they were teetering, they were on good, teetering on great performance in pass blocking. Receiving was obviously the, atrocious because it was just whether it was off target. Or just drop passes, whatever. Work, but yeah. seventy-two point three, which is a good run grade, even though the run wasn't working. Yeah, fucking was. That's actually the third highest grade that we've had all week running, and we only ran it fucking sixteen times. Yeah. Here's the problem: thirty-three point nine run block grade by this offensive. Oh leader. yeah, they ain't pushing forward, and the reason they ain't pushing forward is
1: because as they're backing up the whole game. <laughs>
0: So does it fix it? And we know they're not going to do this because it's really frustrating for me to have them run out of shotgun, but does it actually help to have guys under center and handing it off for them to be pushing forward on their first step as opposed to in shot? Like what is your first step as an offensive lineman when you're in shotgun and you're running ball is your first step still forward or is it back if your guys in shotgun versus being under center?
1: Well, under center that uh, that uh, or shotgun really doesn't affect the outside lineman I, I mean maybe it does with their splits a little bit and they they want to really get in that kickback step and that's why you see a lot of the left tackles and right tackles kind of uh you know uh, procedure calls that sort of thing right that's why I'm asking because this is, this is the, the difference do you account. think do you think it's easier think of it this way okay let me let me pose you this question yeah do you think it would be easier imagine yourself you're an offensive lineman Okay. Mm -hmm. You've got, you've got your brother in right beside you. Let's say you're playing left guard. So you've got Bakhtiari to your left. You've got Myers to your right. You Mm -hmm. all line up on the line. You get your hand in the dirt. Do you think it's easier for you to launch yourself forward into the man in front of you and drive that guy as hard as you can? Or do you think it's easier for you to get up, but stay low and back up and keep him from running at the
0: quarterback? What do you think would be easier? Well, see, and the reason I asked this question is because I'm equating the offensive line to a rugby scrum, right? Exactly. So, you've got your your hooker, which is the the guy in the middle, right, which is your center, and then you've got your two biggest guys flanking him, right, which are basically your guards. That's where the meat of the it is. You don't have your meat on the outside. You have your what are basically flankers in the rugby scrum on the outside, which are your more agile guys that can break off that, that kind of move around a little bit, but are a little bit more agile to deal with those fast pass rushers. And then obviously in rugby, you've got two more guys that lock into that. But the first thing you do is literally it is hold touch engage. And as soon as you say engage, both fucking sides go in head to head, like shoulder to shoulder. And the first move is forward and the ball's right in the middle. And it's who has more leverage to try to get the ball with their feet. Same fucking concept. So why is it that that's not like, why is that not, not that it's not taught. So, why it, so you know would it I'm be easier? Here?
1: Would it be easier for you to keep the guy away from the ball by pushing forward or by backing up while he does that? Absolutely. He's, because he's going he's forward. forward. He's right. going forward every single play. He's pinning his ear backs. He's going forward, right? So obviously if I try and meet strength with strength and I push up on this guy and I hit him and you know, you get your hands side by side, you hit him right in the tits. That's what you call yes. it. You grab him right there and you push as hard as you can. You would now, let me ask you, how long do you think you could hold a guy like that? At least a second for a guy like, you know, Jones to get value, maybe even two seconds, right. Mm-hmm. For, for Dylan to get past you. We're not doing it enough. So what's happening is, is there's a boxing match happening on, on the line in the trenches. Okay. And only one
0: side is throwing punches. So here's a question for you. Follow up with that in terms of, because our run scheme, we run gap, right? Like that's what we do. So running gap is to the outsides versus the inside and have so those guys are already thinking I need to move right because we're running right or I need to move left because I'm moving left as opposed to taking like you said using AJ Dillon properly handing him off the fucking ball and letting him run straight up the a gap straight up the fucking middle so those guy's first step is forward even though AJ Dillon might only get three yards which is what he usually gets what it does is it softens up the 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 defensive line to where you start getting to that secondary level, and once he starts hitting the secondary level and the linebackers, and they start fucking making business decisions, and eventually, then you've got him hitting fucking DBs, or you can just run it outside. Once those guys are used to crashing on the inside on AJ Dylan, then you bring in a, a Aaron Jones and you make him fucking torch him with the fucking with with the moves, right?
1: Well, we're 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 running gap because we're not getting a good push because uh, because we're not running the ball enough. We're also running gap because Aaron Jones is so fast that he can beat you to the wide side of the field and making those defensive linemen who are like, I'm going forward. I'm going forward. Now they've got to stop go going forward, run sideways to the far side of the field. They get back over there and line up and then they're going to run it to the other side of the field and they're running them side to side to side. And they're making that first step. The guys are starting to get used to it. So instead of that first step forward, they make a first step to the wide side of the field. And that's when a mistake happens.
0: And see, that's what I'm saying that our offensive line is doing. Like, I think our run game and the scheme that we're running is dictating the fact that our offensive line is going to have procedural penalties. They're going to be beat because they're having to move sideways instead of forward. I was just like, I was trying to like, how can we fix this run game? See,
1: see, the offense, the offense has a slight advantage because they know what they're doing. We'll they right? know where the balls going you can yeah you you can put defenders wherever you want but if he's blitzing and they're running the other way he's you're out right. of the play yeah if he's in zone and they run a short drop he's out of the way so it's yeah. for the de- defensive coordinator you're guessing And you take educated guesses. You go, well, they're lined up in a jumbo package with a fullback. I'm guessing they're going to run. They're going to run something in between the tackles here. So I'm going to put a lot more pressure on the tackles. And I'll I'll bring my corners in just in case he squirts up. Yep. Right? Then they get five wide. And you go, well, he's going to pass now because there's nobody in the backfield. So I don't need six guys in the box. I only need four guys in the box. We saw a lot more blitzing. And we saw a lot more Quay Walker blitzing. And every... Almost every time. I think there was one time it didn't work. But every time that Quay Walker blitzed, there was an incomplete pass.
0: He was just almost there. Other than the two bombs that he landed where he was just Hail Mary and it was what it was. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I'm just, because what I'm trying to figure out is, I'm trying to find a ray of hope is, can this be fixed in a way where we can turn around? Can, after doing an entire off season, because obviously Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. The wide receivers weren't getting on the page. So they were running a lot. You know, and they, they talked about it right until Aaron Rodgers actually got in the building. They were just practicing a lot of walkthroughs with the running schemes. So since OTAs, moving into training camp, moving into preseason, moving into now seven weeks in, how hard is it to switch what you've been doing from a running standpoint as opposed to just saying, OK, fuck it, we're not, not running gap anymore. Right. It's not. It's, it's not. not. Right? It's but not. Are you've, it,
1: you've installed the playbook and all you're doing, you've installed. Your, OK, your playbook, Bruce, has 400 pages. Then all of a sudden. Devonte adams gets traded now your playbook has 375 mm-hmm. because you had 25 dedicated to that guy it's like these won't work because we don't have Devonte. you might keep, you'll keep them but you're not going to use those. then you're going to go oh well you know what the run game seems to be working so then you're going to use only these 150 mm-hmm. we're not talking about throwing out the entire playbook Some of the coaches will exaggerate and say, Oh, Oh, we got to train everybody again. And I just got these monkeys to finally use the typewriter. Right? No, no, The whole playbook is in. So all you got to do is sort of like what Rogers alluded to simplify. Yep. That's why I'm bringing this up. All you got to do is just say, you know what, these are the 50 run plays that are working greatest. Now, I'm going to turn these 50 run plays into 100 by doing the opposite direction. Now I got 100 different run plays. Now, if we're only going to use 10 in a game, that's 10 games worth of run plays you have. Yep. There's no, we have to shut things down. Lafleur should have started this season leaning on Jones and Dylan. Right. Run, 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 run only using Aaron sparingly sprinkle them in Trent Dilfer sprinkle them in sprinkle them in sprinkle them in right acclimated yeah let them get used to these guys let these wide receivers learn their responsibilities learn get in the routine that sort of thing right without getting the ball thrown
0: to them like run the ball have them run a route, and then you go look at the tape and say dude if I was going to throw this ball you're fucking wrong you're supposed to be here and yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. You're saying what I'm going to say. Yep. You're saying exactly what I'm going to say. And then you get to about now, about week seven, when the Bills are on the schedule, because the first, just that run game alone should have made us five and one or four and two over the last six games. Four and
0: two, I would have figured because, I've, yeah, I've, anyways, I whatever. yeah, anyway. What yeah.
1: Whatever. A lot better record than we got now. Yeah. yeah. A lot Not, better record than we yeah. got yeah. now. Yeah. And then now you go, okay, tonight – on Sunday night football against this bill's defense, we're unleashing the passing game. Yeah. And, and, and then, and that's kind of like, that's kind of like, you know, long Don silver walking in the room full of foreign actors and he throws this monstrous (laughs) cock on the ground. You know what I mean? That's what that, that's kind of what that is, but now there's no surprise. Yep. Right now, now, you know, you don't need to buy the cow because the milk's been given away for free. You know there's no run game, you know there's no pass game, and instead of resetting and going okay against the Bills, which is gonna be the worst because they run a four-man front and that defense will tear you a new asshole. But but if you're gonna get the run game going, this is the team to do it on. Because I was gonna tell team- you.
0: If, if we have any chance at winning, and that's why I kind of brought this conversation so you can get like in the mindset. Cause I w- dude, Well, I mean, we talk, so we're in the same mindset, but if, like we have stuff triggering. I was like, okay, how can we beat the bills? Hi, my name is what? my name is my name is Peebles, JJ Leahy, Colton Moore, Ella,
1: you and Storrin, Storrin, Alyssa, Jimmy Alex Brown, TJ Wills, Coach Horn, Andrew Fox, Kelly Bruner, Matt, Eric, Christine, Chris Reed, hey, Chris McLagg, Eric, Younger, Bales of Hay, Carlo, Jeb, Jeremy Rex, Aaron Alice, Josh, Randy McGray, Kimmy, Faith of Fairy Thief Frog, here, Nick Stevenson, Luke Now
0: the Macho Man
1: Randy Savage. Mickey Mouse, Matt Ramsey, Kelly, Matt Stevenson, Matt Kuneman. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Packers Without Borders with. Bruce, Matt. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts.
0: Also, you can find our merch on packerswithoutborders.myshopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on patreon.com, front slash, Packers Without and give us some money. An audible trial.com, front slash, Packers Without Give them a click, check them out, try that 30 day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. Peace and go pack Go!
1: Hey, it's Jess Prawls from Hanko Carnival in Austin, Texas, and you're listening to Packers Without Borders.
0: So on the offensive side, it's obviously what we've been saying the whole time. It's run the ball. But the idea is against a front of like a four, right? A four-man front, you use AJ Dillon, not Aaron Jones, You use AJ Dillon right down the fucking middle and oh, have the first half. Up. Even if I'm we're serious. down, even if we're yeah, down 13-nothing. Yep, yep, yeah. Do not go away. Right? The the Jets
1: were down. The the Commanders were down. The Giants were down. And they did not go away from it. You need to, just like that Jets coach said, you need to punch this team in the mouth and keep punching them in the mouth until they go, I've had enough. And that's going to give our defense that rest. That's going to give our defense. And you're going to have Dylan popping some guys. You know when you can feel the mem- momentum change and somebody makes a big play or somebody on defense pops a guy and everybody's like, "Woo!" they're dancing around. You're like, uh-oh, they're looking for heads today. That's what you need to do. Dylan's that guy. And once you start cracking those heads, then you change gears. And you right. put Jones in. And, and now they're huffing and puffing and you go left, right, left, right. Just military Football, left, right, left, right, until they can't take no more, until the score is so bloody high that they just stop counting. You you run the legs off of these guys. You probably wouldn't have to use Dylan the whole second half. You
0: yep. could just Jones it, Jones it, it, Jones it. I'm literally thinking that's like just exactly what you're saying. And I was like, if I was Matt LaFleur, what I would do is I would have just a video, like my speech would be just having a video of either Matt LaFleur or of uh, Muhammad Ali, just taking the fucking pie, just getting fucking punch, 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 which is what we need to do. And all of a sudden just waking up and fucking popping them in the mouth. Like that's the only way we're gonna be able to beat the number one offense and the number one defense in the league, dude, is being patient. Sticking to a game plan, doing the complete opposite of what they think, which is they think that Aaron Rodgers is going to try to fucking carry this team on his shoulders and play hero ball, which might fucking happen if that's the case. We're not going to even fucking cover the spread. If we can run the ball down the middle and control the clock just to give our defense three minutes, even if we don't score and we keep the ball for three minutes and 24 seconds and we win the time of possession battle and you keep the ball out of the hands of Josh Allen, we are now the commanders going up against the Packers. We are now the Giants going up against the Packers, what used to be the Packers. Now we are that team going to that perennial number one team that we need to go in and we need to figure out what we need to do to beat them. And it's playing the way that people have played us. Just fucking take the blows, take the blows, but we're going to keep running and pounding it down your fucking throat because eventually you're going to get tired and you're going to fucking lose at the end of the game and you're not going to finish any fucking game.
1: Imagine how well the, the play action worked four for six against Washington and uh, it, it worked pretty well. Imagine how well the play action would work if we actually ran the ball. Mm-hmm. Imagine what it would look like if we actually ran the ball, I could tell you what it's going to look like. We'll throttle the crap out of them. they will be single high safety and getting smoked all day long, but we won't do that. We're not going to do that.
0: Well, we're going to have to,
1: we're not going to, we're not going to, we are not going to. I'm, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. The Bills average win at home is by 34 and a half points. They beat you by 34 and a half points. They've they're got a couple.
0: They're, they're scoring 29 points. Just like when you like jerk off, like that first time, like that first little uh, is like they're 29 points, dude, every week.
1: They are the number one team in football. Yeah, don't don't get yourself wrong. They just beat. The Chiefs. And, and and yeah, and and they stuffed them, stuffed them pretty good too. Yep. I think the Bills put the 40 burger on us. And I think this team's in real trouble. They're they're all talking about players having to step up and take control and Cracking. players this and players that. And now all of a sudden they're having players-only meetings something's something's very wrong. Now, now, did you win this game? We win this game. And let me tell you, I'm going to be cheering and I'm going to be cheering every single game, no matter what the outcome is for the next 40 years or until I'm in the grave, just like I did when we weren't making the playoffs all throughout the eighties, just like I did when Favre missed the playoffs a couple of times, just like I did when Rogers missed the playoffs a couple of times, I'm I'm going to keep cheering. But this, I think, is the tipping point for the team. I think if we go out and the 40-burger gets put on us and the offense lays another fucking egg, I think that's it. And I think half this team is going to self-destruct and we're not going to see guys like Bakhtiari, like We're going Dylan, to start bringing in like, Caleb
0: Jones and we're going to start giving guys, which is what Aaron Rodgers is alluding to. It's like, okay, you guys are on this team. You're not performing. Because that's true. It, it's... The, the reason that this thing is so fucked up and, and I understand Aaron Rodgers, maybe that maybe there is something to the fact that because this, he always fucking proves us wrong, which is, you know, we always talk shit about him and the next thing you know, he just fucking just, just, like, he just then go off, then yeah. do it,
1: we're all waiting.
0: But how much of that <laughs> has to do with, I'm telling you, like Matt LaFleur, because Matt LaFleur, after Aaron Rodgers made these comments about cracking the whip, then Matt LaFleur comes out and says, well, you know, kind of like, yeah, you need to listen to him. Like, this is Aaron Rodgers' team, dude.
1: This is what happens when you let a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. one of the team members, one of the team members call the shots. Yep. This is what happens. And this is the tipping point. If, if uh, yeah, sometimes the truth hurts, he says, yeah. And, and I get it, but why isn't uh, Lafleur saying this? No, Matt LaFleur is, is the it, one who said that. But no, but why didn't Matt? Why didn't Matt Lafleur come out and say, "Listen, some of these guys are making mistakes, and that's going to result in less playing time." Why didn't he make that comment? It was Aaron Rodgers. Why made- is Rodgers making that comment? Yeah. Exactly. Why, why? And and why? You know, just like Kyle Brandt said, I think I would have respected Lafleur a little bit more if he came out and said, "You know what? I think I'm going to let Aaron do the quarterbacking, and I'll do the coaching." Right. Yeah. Now that doesn't show a division. That's a, Hey, listen, this is my team. I'm supposed to coach this team. He's clearly lost this team. Now we get the 40 burger put on us and the bills do what they do to absolutely everybody. And the bills will be chomping at the bit. They've had a bye week. They're at home. It's primetime game. And they know they knock off the champs that's who we are that's why they're wearing the cheese heads nobody's putting a bear head on and that's around nobody's dressed as simba going ah Sipenia, when they beat the lions no one gives a shit nobody's dressed like a viking they're putting the cheese head on because we are the standard in which the nfl sets itself for 36 okay? years for 36 years we are the standard the the cream of the crop the caviar everything else is just fucking fishing yeah. we are caviar right oh, yeah baby you know what's going I on I went baby. to my therapist I went to my therapist and she said that uh she thinks I've got a OCD
0: I said what's that she said one cool dude okay <laughs> dude if we had not done that voice you know maybe we need to get back into a couple of these routines right? we didn't do the voice yeah. we haven't done Batman and Riddler all last time I did the voice last time I did the voice so
1: fucking <laughs> they tore us a new asshole so I that was oh, okay. the Charger game. Remember okay. last year?
0: Oh, yeah, last <laughs> year. I yeah. put that one to bed.
1: I put okay. that one to bed. Listen, if we win this game, now, and I don't want anyone to get their hopes up because, honestly, I'd give us a, a 1 in 8 chance of winning this game. Very, very low odds. And, and I believe, you know, for Wager Wednesday, I believe we're going to hear uh, some ridiculous odds in yep. those favors right but the uh if we win this game I don't think we lose again till the end of the season oh i agree because we- after that after something like that that would turn this team around to what I believe and watch this yep now AJ a- green cooks brandon DJ cooks. Moore yep Brandon cooks Fuller is apparently floating around out what there think, too. So what do you think would I was Judy? good. I'd take Jerry Judy right now. Right now, I would take you bad back and all. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would take you bad back and all. Because
0: Yeah, I'll sacrifice I will put myself on the line to catch that no matter what he does, I will make sure I make the catch. I'll get killed, but I'll wake right back up and catch. Right? Yeah, hell
1: yeah. Not this kid. Not this kid. I'd make one tackle and they'd have to
0: take me out in a full body air cast. <laughs> oh, in, I can give you But 40 I'd lay minutes. that guy out. Don't yeah. think
1: for a second I would not lay him out. I
0: can give you 40 minutes and then I'll be done for the next 35 years of doing anything but breathing out of a straw. But yeah, I'll try.
1: Right? Yeah. But I, if we, we win this game, I don't think we lose another game. I don't think we lose another game until week 17 when it does, just doesn't matter. Honestly, I think we go eight, nine straight. And Rodgers has won seven straight four times in his career with lesser teams. Mm -hmm. With lesser teams. I think we beat the Bills. This could be...
0: last week. The defense needs to do... We're going to need a defensive score again. A couple pick-six, a couple turnovers, and start... We're going to need need a couple of
1: turnovers because Diggs is going to put up a number. Diggs is going to put up a number. I know Jair is going to travel, and we'll use Amos, but Diggs is going to get his. Diggs is just going to get his. And I've got Singletary... I've got Singletary in fantasy football. I know well. Uh, Wilson uh, tried to uh, trade me today for Singletary, and I was like, yeah, no, we're going against the Packers' defense here. Even in a loss, he's going to get 150 yards and a couple of touchdowns. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, everybody talked about how great the defense was and this and that, and then you go, what were the rushing yards there? against Washington, uh, 167. Yeah. Oh, I What? what uh, we're, we're second in the league <laughs> how many a hundred and what oh <laughs> i'm gonna i <laughs> right let me get the let me get a let me get a pen so we can do wager wednesday obviously i got the bears uh over uh new england uh on, on the uh, one night yeah. how, how do you like Good that job. right i told you i told you even, I knew he was going to hit the wire on the interception, but the uh, – no, I had no idea. No, Max – uh, no, well,
0: it's just Mac Jones came in. I figured, okay, no, they pulled him. And then Zappi played like total ass, but it didn't matter because it was like two big plays, two touchdowns, but then he didn't do anything. And I was just like, oh, my yeah. God. like yeah. and, and Justin he barely he killed them.
1: This is the best part about Justin Fields. He looks like ass for eight games. And then he has one game where you're like, this guy's a hall of famer.
0: Yeah.
1: And then he's ass for eight more games.
0: <laughs> we barely beat that team. Holy shit. Oh, all right. Okay. So six go. to five on the season. So far we were five, five. You won uh Monday night football. So it's six to five.
1: No, six actually to- I can't count. You won that. You won that first day you won that first day you yeah know, it was seven it was seven to five i can't count where the shit oh well, there you go all yeah. right Col- colton moore pointed that out to me okay here we go ready Money. Wager Wednesday brought to you by the makers of great whiskey. I don't know. I
0: don't know. We'll find.
1: Brought you. to you by oh, Wager Wednesday brought to you by Wake and Bake. Find your nearest location in El Paso, Texas. Coming right by the movie theaters. It's a great location. I know the staff. Uh, the husband's a little weird. A little but weird. but great products. Wake and Bake. Go get your CBD edibles, and then of course, don't forget your membership. You get yourself a membership. Buy yourself all the all the uh, THC is, uh, that could kill a horse. I'm going to I'm going to try every single thing. Yes, you in are. One night, Great. I told my wife. I said, she goes, uh, "You're gonna pass out." I said, "Yes." In the doorway at like one in the afternoon, I want people stepping over me going into the store.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: Baltimore at Tampa. Tampa is two-point favorites.
0: Oh, Baltimore is going to blow that. Well, Tampa sucks. Mike Evans is hurt. But the problem is that Lamar Jackson has quietly been playing like total fucking ass. And I know because I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. And if he's not throwing 100 times to Mark Andrews, they are not moving that ball. So it's going to be closer than I think. But I still have the Ravens.
1: You're gonna take the Ravens, Baltimore. Yeah, okay, I
0: so.
1: I'll take I'll take them. I I, I I'm a firm believer that uh, Tampa is going to uh, turn it around here over the next few days. Where are the rest of the games? Did I click a button on You're my phone? Baltimore
0: instead here of here we go, here we go,
1: here we go, Tampa, here we go. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, they're not even giving me the what the heck? They're not
0: even giving me the. Uh, you know what we need is we the need the odds sponsor- for the rest oh, of the. We need a sponsor for wager Wednesday, like a sports book or somebody you guys go find a sports book. That's worth us fucking hounding until they give us a a, a sponsorship. Like you guys did. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay.
1: Here we go. Here we go. Denver at Jacksonville. This is the, uh, uh, Denver at Jacksonville. This is in, uh, London, England. Did you know that, uh, during the entire flight, um, Russell Wilson was, uh, working out and, uh, getting ready for the game. And, oh, and uh, apparently yeah. It, yeah. And apparently when the plane landed, he collapsed. So that's the kind of guy he is. Uh, Jacksonville's favorite two and a half. I got Jacksonville, man. I got Run. Jacksonville too. Uh, let's see. The over under is
0: 39.5. And it's going to be, they just traded their uh james robinson over to the jets so it's going to be their nice young stud just running it down their fucking throat and that's what there's going to do. i just think that jacksonville is a much better team than people think like people have not caught on that this team's actually fucking pretty good so 39.5 over or under it's going to be under
1: under okay i'll take the over las vegas at new orleans new las vegas is two point favorites oh,
0: fuck i'm gonna james uh, josh jacobs i think that they'll do enough las vegas
1: okay i will easily take new orleans in that one uh where is oh here we go miami at detroit miami three and a half point favorites
0: Two is gonna smash that terrible defense in you asshole with Tyreek Hill. I and... will
1: take I will take Detroit. I will take Detroit Again. six days out of
0: seven. Yep. Like last week? Yep. you looking good at six to three for a half.
1: Listen, <laughs> but... man, you pick the way you pick. I pick the way that I pick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta's four-point favorites. Atlanta. Good. I want. I want Carolina on this one. I'm going to ride the Chicago at Dallas. Dallas is nine and a half point favorites,
0: oh, Dallas. which
1: you know what? I will, I will take Chicago on that one.
0: I'll I'll take Dallas just because of their defense, but I doubt it's going to be that bad, but I'll take it just because. No, fuck the Cowboys. No, fuck the Cowboys. I'm taking the I'll take the bears over the Cowboys. What's the over under 42 and a half. I want the over. I'll, okay. I'll take the under. Fair enough. Because I because I flip flopped, so I'll take the under. Yeah. Right yep. Okay.
1: Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. Oh, Philly is ten and a half point favorites. Okay. We're both taking Philly forty three and a half. Forty three and word. a half.
0: I think that's how Who many points the Eagles are going to score just by over. themselves. I think so too. New
1: England at New York Jets.
0: The Jets. The uh, Jets are two and a half point favorites. Jets again. The Bears were able to, to knock the snat out of the fucking Patriots. I don't
1: I don't think Belichick loses two in a row like that. Arizona, Minnesota, Minnesota, three and a half point favorites.
0: I'm gonna take Arizona with Hopkins and Rondale Moore. Um,
1: yeah. I'm actually gonna say this out loud, but I'm gonna take the Vikings. I'm never gonna, never Tennessee gonna see at Houston. That. Tennessee at Houston, Tennessee by two and a half.
0: I'll take Houston on that one. Oh, okay.
1: Good. I'll take Tennessee on that one. San Francisco at the Los Angeles Rams. Who's owned San many? Francisco by one and a half. It says, yeah, this one, this one's going to be, listen, all. I'll take either team, but I, I think it's gonna be under 43 and a half. I think it's gonna be like 12, 15. Yeah, it's gonna
0: be a slug fest, but the 49ers have kind of owned the Rams lately, including in the playoffs. Kyle
1: Shanahan, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'll take the Rams just for shits and giggles.
1: Oh, okay. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the uh, 49ers. New York football giants at Seattle. Seattle favored by three.
0: I'll take the New York football Giants. Gino's, okay.
1: It's, it's not
0: consistent.
1: Washington and Indianapolis. Washington, Indy favored by three.
0: It's because they're down to their like seventh quarterback. They're, they're starting that route.
1: <laughs> I, I know. Matt Ryan benched. Wow. <laughs> wow. Who are you taking? Washington Indy.
0: I'll take Indy
1: indeed is i'll, I'll just take
0: washington and, yeah washington. i'll take washington
1: we just green lost green bay and buffalo yeah. buffalo by 11 it says
0: is it up to 11 now it was 10 and a half you know yeah. only like the yeah. second time in aaron Rodgers' career that he's been uh, an yeah. underdog by more than 10 like or nine and a half points or something like that or the packers yeah. in general like the last time i think was like brett hundley Was QBing, and then the time before that was like Matt Flynn, I believe. Like if you actually go historically, the the Packers are are never double-digit underdogs, and we are this week. I will take – you know what? I'm going to take the Packers.
1: You're taking the Packers on that one. I will uh, regrettedly take Buffalo. Okay, there's your Wager Wednesday, folks. Get them all in if you got any questions for us. Send us your questions for Mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped to Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at Borders Packers. Find us on Instagram Packers Without Borders and find us our merch on Instagram as well. Packers Without Borders merch.
0: Packers Without Borders at myshopify.com and patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders. You guys kick ass. Thank you so much for being patient, Matthew, today with me. Appreciate it, buddy.
1: (laughs) Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack
0: Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide. Cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.
1: They say can't be done We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm Eastbound, just watch old Bandit run Keep your foot hard on the pedal Some never mind them brakes Let it all hang out cause we got a run to make The boys are thirsty in Atlanta And there's beer in Texarkana And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes Eastbound it down, load it up and Trekking. are we gonna do what they say can't be done we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there i'm eastbound just to watch your bandit run